Hey friend, welcome to the Restore Mind podcast, where we are going to be talking about various life topics surrounding mindset transformation. Imagine what it will look like to have peace in your life, despite what the world is telling you. Hi, my name is Caroline, a wife, mom of three, and makeup turned fitness enthusiast. I am here to help you build a strong mindset that will propel you forward into a life of peace and joy. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Well, my friend, there is freedom waiting for you. So if you are ready to build a 2.0 version of yourself, then this podcast is for you. So grab your water or whatever you like to drink, throw on your walking shoes, and let's get going because it's always 4.13. Hello and welcome to the Restored Mind Podcast. My name is Caroline, my friend. I'm so happy to have you with me today, whether you are a new listener or a returning listener. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen in on this episode. Before I dive in into today's topic about taking accountability, if you could please take a moment and do me one small favor. That is to please share this episode or any previous episodes that you've listened to with a friend whom you think might benefit from it. The growth of this podcast is possible through you, so please share it with a friend. I would greatly appreciate that. Thank you so much. All right, so we're diving into taking accountability. I know that it can be hard for us to take accountability because many times we can find ourselves wanting to blame someone or something for our shortcomings. So basically... We like to blame other people for us not reaching the goals that we've probably set for ourselves or maybe the habit changes that we want to build. There are countless excuses that you can come up with if you are not in the place of wanting to take accountability for your behavior or the outcome of any situation. Now, keep in mind, you can't control everything, but you can definitely control yourself and how you react to certain people or certain things. The reason why it's hard is because there might be a lot of unforgiveness in the situation. And you might be wondering, what does forgiveness have to do with not owning up to your mistakes? But my friend, in my experience, when there is unforgiveness, there are a lot of emotions that have not healed. There could be anger or frustration and even blaming yourself or others that keeps you from wanting to take responsibility for your portion of any of the situation. I don't know about you, but I know for me, there have been times where I didn't feel like I should forgive a particular person because of something that they did. And if I did forgive them, then that meant that I was excusing their actions. I don't know if that's your mindset, but please know, my friend, that that is not the point of forgiveness. It is not excusing the other person's actions. It's what starts the healing process for you because you need that in order to move on. When you can't let go of what happened, you will not gain the freedom that you're searching for. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32, Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. There's so much talk about forgiveness in the Bible and the importance of it. We see it in the Lord's Prayer. It's in the parable of the unforgiving servants, which you can find in Matthew 18, 21, which serves as a reflection of God's expectation on us when it comes to forgiveness. 
in the story of the unforgiving servant in Matthew 18, it is about a servant who had a huge amount of debt and he could pay back, but his debt was forgiven. And then there was another servant who owed him something. And he decided that though he received forgiveness from someone else, he didn't want to extend forgiveness to another servant who owed him something. I love that st- that story and how, in a way, in a big way, actually, it's a reflection of God's expectation of forgiveness on us, right? So the, the servant that had all this debt to pay, which is us, was forgiven of his debt, and we were forgiven of our debt sin, and then our unwillingness to want to forgive someone who has trespassed us or maybe owes us some type of something, right? So I love that story because it reflects that expectation of God's forgiveness on us. A lot of us walk around with unforgiveness in our hearts, and it can feel like if we extend grace this one time, then it opens up the door for something similar to happen. But the truth, my friend, is that forgiveness is a choice that leads to healing. And oftentimes we associate it with our feelings. So when you feel like you're not ready to forgive, oftentimes you're going to make the choice not to do it based off of your emotions. But let's be real and acknowledge that we're not meant to be walking robots, nor are we meant to suppress our feelings. I truly believe that we are allowed to feel our emotions and it's why God put them in us. However, I also believe that it's important and it's often overlooked that the reason we have been given these emotions are so that we can become closer to God. But in order for that to happen, we have to lift these emotions up to God first to build a relationship with Him. It helps us create a more intimate relationship with God. And no, it's not a magic pill. It's not going to make every hurt disappear in your life, but it will sustain you in the dark times and help you uproot any vines that are not bearing fruit in your life. But you'd have to be ready to put in the work by owning up to your mistakes and taking accountability in order for a hardened heart to soften. I have two episodes on forgiveness. One is talking about forgiving others and the other one is talking about forgiving yourself. I would highly recommend that you take a listen to these episodes if you'd like a more in-depth conversation on the topic of forgiveness. Another reason why taking accountability can be hard is because simply it's hard to face the truth. No one wants to admit that they were wrong. And a lot of the times it has a lot to do with our pride. So to face these hard truths and own up to your mistakes, you'd have to learn to humble yourself and build a mindset that is teachable. Why? So that you can put in the hard work that you need to do to correct your mindset and the outlook towards something that ultimately turns into you changing who you are from the inside out. Your pride can make you think that you know everything or that you don't need to change the way that you are. It makes me think about why mindset matters, which is one of my first episodes that I ever launched. And it talks about growth and fixed mindset and what a fixed mindset can do in your life if you continue to live in that way. 1 John 2.16 says, For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride of life or pride in possessions 
is not from the Father, but from the world. So to rid ourselves of the world, we must first choose to seek the kingdom of God. In Matthew 6.33, Jesus tells us to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. My friend, you might be asking, but Caroline, how do I seek the kingdom of God? What do I need to do first? My friend, I would encourage you to start reading your Bible daily. Even before you start reading your Bible, I'd encourage you to pray, sit still, be still, and pray that whatever you're soaking in during the time that you're reading the Bible, that truths be revealed to you. Grow in your prayer life and apply what you are learning into all aspects of your life. All aspects. That goes into the heart of this podcast, Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through him who strengthened me. All things. So apply scripture into all aspects of your life. Now, my friend, you're not going to be perfect at this. I'm not perfect at this. But we aren't expected to be perfect. And that's coming from a recovering perfectionist. We're not expected to be perfect. But we have been called to be excellent. Or to live in excellence, meaning giving your absolute best. Taking accountability can be hard. But it is so eye-opening and so worth the hard questions that you'd have to ask yourself. I remind you often that this is not a journey of perfection because I once struggled with it and I know what that's like to be held down in your own mind thinking that you are unworthy because of the mistakes that you've made or the trials that you're going through and how you think that you're failing in them. But the truth is that you're not because you haven't given up. You're still in the fight. So what does it look like when we take accountability and then how do we move on past that? Well, the first things first, we have to just accept that what has happened has already happened. We can't control that and there's nothing that we can do about it because it's simply in the past. When I reflect back on my fitness journey just within this past season, the question that often came to mind was the question, why? Why wasn't where I thought I would be or why do I look different than last year? And yes, a lot of that had to do with the little bit of gain that I had. I got a little bit more muscles this season, but honestly, a lot of it also had to do with my own choices and the things that happened around me. So some of the things to name are vacations, celebrations. I wanted to enjoy food in those times, and I didn't walk as much as I did last summer. And I also went through a lot more mental blocks this year than I did compared to last year. When I look at this as a whole, I see my actions giving me the answers to my own questions instead of the situation being the reason why I fell short. Yes, there were vacations. Yes, there were celebrations. And yes, I was not in routine the way that I was last year. But the situations are not what caused me to not get the results that I were, was expecting or would have wanted. I made certain choices to be able to enjoy time with my friends and my families. I celebrated them. And I had a lot more mental blocks this year, things that I couldn't help. My hope in sharing this with you is that you'd be inspired and encouraged to look at your actions within the situations in your life and take accountability for those things that you think could have been better. So instead of blaming the people or the situation, you're taking that and you're saying, yeah, I know I was there. I didn't work out this week or I was on vacation for a whole week and I didn't do anything. 
and not feeling bad for that, but realizing that these choices that you made were the reason why, or part of the reason why you didn't get the goals that you wanted. I'm going to pause here and say that that's not a bad thing either. The point is that you're still consistent, that you still show up and do the work for the overall goal, not for that moment in time. We're going for the long haul here. So that means this is a journey, definitely not a sprint. So once you assess your actions, the next step would simply be to do better. And that can look different for everyone because everyone has different goals and everyone is in a different situation. I have an episode that I released last week that talked about goal setting and I titled it Goal Setting, It's Not About You, which challenges you to look at where your goals are stemming from. Are they from a place of where it's me first or are they in a place where you see God first in that? So if that's something that sounds interesting to you, I would highly recommend checking out that episode as well. Like I said, the things that we could do next to do better looks different for everyone. A few questions, though, I think that might be helpful in your reflection is how can you do better? If you were inconsistent, then what can you do to build onto that discipline muscle that you need to create to consistently show up for yourself? Then the last one I have for you is what can you add or take away, especially if you felt overwhelmed? And I'm going to be talking about motivation and burnout in a future episode, so stay tuned for that. But for me, when I think about this question in relation to the example I gave you about my fitness journey in this season and how I wasn't where I wanted to be, but also I knew that the things that took place and the reasons why I didn't end up where I was at, I'm okay with that. And I think when we start to take accountability, it's a lot easier for us to accept some of the shortcomings that we may have. And we're not punishing ourselves for it. I know I certainly did not punish myself for not working out for a week while I was on vacation or I went out of town for a weekend and had enjoyable meals with friends and family. I did not come back home thinking I needed to go run five or 10 miles, which I don't run by the way, (laughs) but I didn't punish myself with extra workouts or extra dieting. I just got back onto my normal routine and allowed my body to process the way that it would normally. It's the grace that we give ourselves that allows us to have a well-balanced life. The mindset that we grow into, taking accountability for our actions and not so much blaming it on events, other people, or things. I talked about forgiveness earlier in today's episode, and I can recognize that this is probably the hardest thing for most people to do because, again, our emotions are involved with forgiveness. But it really is one of the greatest way to heal. The forgiveness that you will choose to give someone is not so much for the other person. Did you hear that? It's a secret. (laughs) Just kidding. But the forgiveness that you choose to give someone is not for them, but for you. And if you're working on forgiving yourself, then think of forgiveness as a way to help you release the guilt that you're holding on your shoulders. A long time ago, this was probably a decade ago, one of my really close friends sent me a picture of a prison cell. It was from the perspective of being inside these prison walls. Now, if you can place yourself there right now, close your eyes, or if you're driving or walking, don't close your eyes, but just for a moment, think about you standing in the middle of a prison cell. And then imagine the doors being opened. 
Have you thought about it? Are you thinking about it? Listen to me as I say this. Jesus has already won your freedom for you. Why are you still in that cell? The doors are open, my friend. All you have to do is walk out of it. Now I know that none of this is easy. Taking accountability for your own actions forces you to look at the ugly side of what actually happened or the ugly side of some of the character traits that you have or the ugly side of the behaviors that you have, the habits that you have. It forces you to take a look at all of that. And not only are you looking at it, but you're examining it under a microscope. And it's not always an easy pill to swallow to know that we sometimes are not the nicest people, especially to the ones that we love and care about, and to ourselves. And if you're working on doing this, then my friend, you're one step closer to becoming a changed version of you, and it's going to take time. There's definitely hard work involved, but my friend, you can do hard things. Hey, thank you for listening. If this episode has spoken life into you or your mindset transformation journey, please share it with a friend. The growth of this podcast is possible through you. So thank you for your support and for being a part of the family. I look forward to talking to you again next week here on the Restored Mind podcast.